Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Bizzuto. I am the host of this podcast. And as always, so excited to be here again with one of our influencer members from the community. Today, we're going to be talking about crafting your professional journey. We're going to dive into talking about collaboration, networking, and close it out with work-life balance, um, something I think we, we can all relate to and learn from. So my guest today is Volante Grant. She's the founder and CEO of the By Design Network, and I'm so excited to welcome Volante here today. Volante, welcome. Tell us more about yourself, your background, and and what you do um, in your company. Okay, my company is the By Design Network, and my background is graphic design. I kind of migrated into uh, video production from graphic design because I noticed that as I was designing things, everything started moving. So I said, I want to do more video and audio production. And then I transitioned from just designing it to becoming a content creator. I found my voice and I realized that there were things that I wanted to say. And more importantly, I realized that people were watching and listening. People would come back and say, oh yeah, you told me this and I did that and it worked. And I went, whoa. And it kind of made my words more weighted. And so then I started to really craft what I wanted to say and craft key messages to be consistent so that I could really make an impact to as many people as I could. So that's how I'm in this space now where I'm a digital content creator and I love it. I say I get to play and have fun for a living. And I think that everybody should do that. Oh, I love that. I can hear it in your yeah. voice, the passion and the, the, so I want to, I want to talk about your professional journey because you started in one place and then you, you sort of went, you you changed direction, right? And and picked up right. more skills and, and changed things. And so do you feel like you've you have followed like when you when you started out originally, the idea in your head of this is what I'm gonna do professionally, right? Do you feel like you have mm-hmm. followed that track or do you feel like you're in a place that you didn't expect? And kind of how how did that journey come about? It's interesting because I, I think that I'm doing exactly what I was supposed to do. However, initially What I'm doing now was kind of a hobby and I didn't do it for money. It's funny because as a graphic designer, I would write copy for free. I had no idea that copywriters get paid for that. Like, oh, I'll design your brochure and I'll write all the content. So I learned how to transition from what I was doing for fun and find a way to monetize that. I actually started at the police department. That was my first job. I worked for the Chicago Police Department. And when I say I hated that job, it was I worked midnight and it was to the extent that I would cry, literally wake up and start crying because I had to go to work. And one night I couldn't take it anymore. I went in. I told my sergeant, I said, I can't do this. And I just quit. And he gave me the FMLA leave and he didn't let me quit. And he goes, go see what you want to do. He said, and if he said, I hope I never see you again. But if you need to come back, you're welcome. And I never went back. And that's when I started with the graphic design. And I figured, again, I used to design in my basement for my mom when I was a teenager. 
And I never thought I could make money. So that's kind of where my passion is now with business, especially women. Do what you want to do. Find a way to earn a living doing what you want to do. You spend too many hours working to hate your job. So that that's kind of everything just evolved. And I will say that everything that I've done was a stepping stone. I don't look back and say, oh, my God, I regret that. I wasted that time. I don't believe in that. Everything that I've been through, I've gone through the good, the bad, the ugly. I think it created the person that I am now where I can be in this positive state and share. So no regrets. What a what a great motivation. Like the the story. I love that that idea of, you know, so many of us I think end up in jobs where we might not wake up crying every day, but we wake up with that, oh, I just don't want to go. <laughs> or yeah. that I I hate this, or it's just it's not so I myself have found myself in a job that I never expected, but I wake up excited. I wake up yeah. like I can't wait to go to work. I love is every day perfect? No is it stressful? It can be. But at the end of the day, I believe so much in the mission of what we do at IAW. And it, it fills me like seeing, lifting other women up and providing them with resources that help them make change. It just, it, it wakes something up inside of me. And so to find that place. And I tell people who are like the people who are miserable in their jobs, you don't have to stay there. Right. <laughs> right? There's, there's find something, find that thing that that fills you up. And I love that you leveraged that, that you were able to find that, that way to say, Hey, this is, I'm good at this. I have these skills and I'm going to go make money doing this. It's, right. it's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Right. So for anyone that feels a little stuck or feels like you're waking up, hating your job, take this as your sign that it's, it's okay to go explore other things. And you might, you might have to do it where I know not everyone can just quit their job and go without a paycheck. Right. And so right. it's, Take take an hour in the evening and start thinking about what you can do. Take to start building it slow, right? You can you can take a hobby and monetize it, um, but you have to make a plan. <laughs> exactly, you know, at least have an exit strategy. I I agree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So one of the things I want to talk about, um, one of the tips you offered in our in our show notes is about uh, collaboration and networking. And you say, encourage collaboration among women by seeking out opportunities for partnerships, joint projects, and networking events. By working together, women can leverage their collective skills, knowledge, and resources to achieve common goals. Collaborative efforts can lead to increased visibility, professional growth, and expanded opportunities for all involved. And I love this tip because I am a huge fan of networking and finding collaborations that are smart, that <clears throat> it's like we can we can lift each other up, we can build each other up, and we can promote each other. So I'd love your perspective on how networking and and some some examples of collaborations that you've been able to form or that have helped you along the way. Uh, well, for me, let me just start by saying I am a severe introvert, so I had to really figure this out. And just from that perspective, I think the key is knowing who you are, what you want to do, and connecting with like-minded people. When I say network and collaborate. You don't just go out and round up anybody you can and try to work with them and build with them because that's not going to work. So really know who you are. Find compatibility. For me, it was joining organizations for people in my industry. And I did it later in life. So the internet was a huge help. Organizations like IAW give you the opportunity to meet people and connect virtually. And then you can branch out from there and do whatever it is that you need to do. 
I and and, and not to be close-minded, you can meet people anywhere. Seriously, I took a part-time job at a clothing store, a retail job, when my daughter needed to graduate from for extra prom money. That's why I did that. And I met my IAW president there. And we forced never knew this that. <laughs> Yeah, never that's knew where that. we met. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's where we met. We were both there for an extra job. Put, she was putting her daughter through college and I was dealing with the senior year expenses. We were both single moms and we connected. So mm -hmm. with collaborating, look for people everywhere. And I have to say on a spiritual level, trust your gut. There are going to be people that you meet and something says, I need to connect with them. There are going to be people that you meet and something's going to say, eh, no, follow that gut instinct and just open, open yourself up and don't be afraid to just talk. You have to talk about what you do. That whole imposter syndrome thing, you've got to just stop that. You've got to say, this is what I do and, and say it like you know what you're doing and like you love what you're doing and it attracts people to you. And, and for me being an entrepreneur, I literally just go out there and I talk to people and I've collaborated with people. I used to work in media and I would meet uh, publicists and managers and they would just bounce me into other clients. And it's really just about presenting yourself, nailing that 30 second elevator pitch, tell people who you are, don't sell yourself, let them want to find out more about you. And then when they want to find out more about you, be prepared to follow up, answer those questions, and then just know what you're doing. I think that's my biggest thing. Know what you're doing. Yep. Yes. Um, there's a lot there I want to unpack, but I okay. think I, so I relate to you on the the introvert thing. And I think that that, that sometimes, I think there's a lot of people out there who are like, I'm not networking. I'm not putting myself out there. But when you find, you talked about finding like-minded, right? And finding communities where you feel like you're not it's not tapping your energy to a point that it just exhausts you it's it's more it's it's refueling you and sometimes I think we go to networking events and it does tap energy and we have to be mindful of that but it's that idea of like if you find the right groups of people it it yep. should actually fuel your energy not tap your energy and I I'm big on energy like when I when I talk about being an introvert it's more like if I'm working in the office this week and tomorrow I go back to my home and I will enjoy the peace and quiet of not having other people around me talking all the time. It's like, I just, I need my, I need to refuel in my own space. <laughs> right. Um, but then also the idea of the, it doesn't have to be a networking event. It doesn't have to be specifically guided towards collaboration. Like you, you really can strike up a conversation anywhere. And if you're open to, conversation and receiving what what other people want to talk about you there's there's magical things that can happen <laughs> um definitely and i would say the number one thing is authenticity oh, people yes. are attracted to real not perfect yes. and i had to learn that i because I, I wanted to always be perfect just and no people are attracted to real if you're authentic you will attract your tribe i believe that 100 percent that is so so true. I I and I think I think you can tell these days when people show up and they're not like a lot of times you can tell when it's like is that how you really are? Um, <laughs> and then we also because we have our digital personas as well, right? We have digital profiles, which means is is the information I'm putting out on my social media channels the same as what you're going to get if you meet me face to face? And in my case, it is. Like I don't 
I don't do fake content because I can't be too people. <laughs> like there's only one no. of me and no, you're going to get exhausting. Like, right. And, and I think so often we try to hide the the flaws or the imperfections. And I, I approach this sort of with the, Hey, you know what you need to, you need, kind of need to know what, what's going, what's real with me. Right. I keep it very real. Like it, no one's going to get this, this watered down. I'm not going to give you every detail, but you're going to know certain things about me that are just my personality. And that's me being authentic. Um, and I think it's so important when, when we think about collaborations and, and how we support others, because nobody can, can pull off multiple personalities and do it well and be successful. So no. authenticity is very important. Yeah. Um, so I want to, I, I said we would dive into work-life balance and I know I, a lot of women struggle with this, right? You're, you're not alone in terms of the the challenge of juggling the work and the family and the social it's it's it it can be exhausting right and so mm -hmm. I want to I want to hear more about how this has challenged you but then also how you how you how you overcome it if you have right I I have days where I feel like I've overcome it and then the next day life is like nope not yet <laughs> um but I'd love to hear your take on work life balance. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with ebooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, I used to be the yes person. And and even when, when you would hear people talk about me, I love Val because she's dependable. She's always there when you when you call. She's this and she's that. And that was one thing, but that was draining. I had to learn to say no, and I had to learn to prioritize me and what I needed so that I could deliver what I needed to deliver. So with that being said, work-life ba work balance starts with understanding what you want and not really trying to meet a standard of an expectation. What do I want? What are my priorities? Um, and how do I do that and build your life around that? For me with work-life balance, it meant you gotta know your why. I always wanted to work from home and be here because I was latchkey and both my parents worked. I would be terrified from the time I got home from school to the time my parents got home. I never really knew how to articulate that to my mom, but I remember that. And I remember saying, oh, my kid is never gonna have to be home alone. So when my daughter was born, I literally worked all night just so that I could be up, go on the field trips, put her on the school bus and get her off the school bus. That was my goal. That's what I wanted. I didn't make as much money as some of my friends because I made that decision. But that was important to me. That was my goal. So you've got to know what you want and why you want it, first of all. Then you've got to prioritize that 
and align yourself with people who understand that. And that's where the balance comes in. Um, you can make a schedule. And of course, things get off schedule and it doesn't always work the way that we planned it. But having a plan gives you something to go back to and, and a core at the end of the day when the madness stops or whenever that time is. And I would tell anybody, especially a woman, you have to have a spot in your house. I don't care if you have a studio. If it's a corner that you're facing the wall, you have to have a spot in your house that is your decompression space. And you have to take time to be your decompression time. Even when my daughter was two, she knew that when mommy, I have was I call it the reading center. When mommy's sitting here with the book, you need to leave her alone for a few minutes because she needs that time. She understood that literally at like two years old. Right. So, and it's okay. It, it, and I think sometimes that's critical for women. It's okay to say no, because if you burn out, now you're not giving anyone the best. Your children aren't giving you the best if you allow them to control every second of your time. They're not getting the best of you because you're exhausted. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've learned about work-life balance, um, prioritizing your home goals, prioritizing your work goals, and understanding that it doesn't look the same for everybody. I have friends whose goal was to be a millionaire by the time they were 30, and they hit that goal. But it was more important to me to put my daughter on the school bus and get her off. And yeah. so that was a success for me. I did that. So yay me. And you've got to have those yay me moments. Yeah. And, and that helps that balance and it gives you that peace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the the yay me moments, right? The This was yeah. my goal and I achieved it. And it doesn't matter what somebody else's goal. It doesn't matter what other people think about your goals. What's important to you is important to you. And you you mentioned you used to be a, a yes person, right? Like the the idea of saying no, you have to get comfortable saying no. <laughs> um, yes. Once you're once you're clear on your goals and 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 your why, it makes it easier to say no. But sometimes other people's goals can distract us, <laughs> and right. it's important to stay true to to what we want. Um, I think I I love I also I as a I have three young kids, so the the working mom perspective. And I love what you said about having a space in your home. And I think this is important for anybody to have somewhere you can go. And even if it's just five, 10 minutes that, yeah. that other people know you're unavailable, right? It's, it's give me, because this happens in my house where I'll say, Hey kids, I need 10 minutes, just silent. Give me 10 minutes of silence. And then two minutes go by. They're like, mom, can if you give me the 10 minutes, you will get my undivided attention. But if you continue to mom me and mom me and mom me, like it, I, I, I run out of patience. <laughs> right. So right. it's kind of teaching those around us the this is what's important to me. And this is my, my sacred space and not, not abusing it to where like, okay, mom's here for two hours and I'm going to ignore you all, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but finding ways to, to carve out space to, to, kind of refuel and to, to find that that important space for ourselves I think yep um so important so I want to circle back a little bit to your professional journey and I'd love if you could share some some specific examples of work you've done like what what have been some of your favorite projects to work on my most my biggest project I worked on the milk pup campaign 
which was amazing. And that's the campaign that did the Got Milk commercials. Mm -hmm. So we actually mixed the little yogurt brand because it really wasn't milk. It was a yogurt blend that was stick to the top of the lip. And I got to do, though, I got to design a lot of the um, posters and the pamphlets with the celebrities when they would go through the photos. They would come back. I would do that. And, oh, my God, I loved and hated that job because it was so... It was, a, it was a, of course, a huge campaign, so it was so fast-paced. And our manager, she was the kind of person who would sit in her office and yell down the hallway. She screamed at us all day long. So that part I didn't like, but just the excitement of that whole campaign, it was an amazing experience. I'm still drawing on things that I learned at that job because that's where I learned my PR things. And, and from back then, PR was printing the press release on the letterhead of all these different companies and literally standing over a fax machine, faxing them to all the media outlets. That's how we had to do it. And I, that experience, I would say is priceless for me because I really understand the PR process. And I never knew, like you said, that I'd be an entrepreneur and I would be doing my own PR and marketing. And it's that, 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 that stays with me. So that was the biggest, most fun project that I had. I think secondly, I write for a national Sunday school publication. Mm -hmm. That is so dear to my heart. I've taught Sunday school for 30 years. So to be able to write for the publication that I actually used to teach is just an amazing experience. So I think those oh, are the two. That. Yeah. I love that. I, I can I I hear your voice light up as you talk about these things. So it it yeah. clearly clearly has had an impact, which I love. I love. Um, for our listeners, so we will have links to where they can find you online in the show notes, but we've got your website at bydesign.network and then Volante Grant on LinkedIn and Volante by Design on Instagram. Anywhere else that people can find you or do you have a preferred preferred spot? Uh, LinkedIn is probably the best way to find me and connect because it's just my first and last name, but you could even just Google me. You can Google Volante Grant, Volante by Design, it'll pop up because I have a lot of content out there. Awesome. Love it. Well, thank you. Thank you, Volante, for, for, for sharing with me today. As we wrap up, any last minute tips or advice that you want to share? I just uh, make the most of time. My dad, my grandfather used to always say, I'm going to live till I die. And I'm like, what does that mean? But it really means to live every moment. Don't just survive. Don't just get by. Take the time to live. And that, that's all I would say. Live in the moment. It. Such a great way to wrap this up. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you to all of our listeners. Definitely go check out Volante. Go follow her. And we hope to see you back here again next week. Thank you, Megan. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.